0: This live program is sponsored by Tandem HR.
1: I see my name in shiny lights, yeah. A different city every night. Oh, I I swear, the world better prepare for when I'm a billionaire.
2: Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Shalom Klein or really on any social media platform. It's hard to uh it's hard to run away from me. I'm everywhere, I guess. Um, we are powered by our good friends at Tandem HR, your solution center. Give them a call, 928 510 630 630-928-0510, and check them out online, tandemhr.com. So I'm thrilled to be joined by a new guest on the program, but not new to me, because we've been connected for a while. She is a persuasive communication expert, a speaker and author. Um, In fact, you can find her uh, TEDx talk uh, online. Uh, But welcome uh, to the program, Lynn Franklin.
0: Thanks, Shalom. Hey, let's have some fun and share some good information for
2: business owners. Absolutely. So, Lynn, you are a communications expert, and that's sort of a theme in the show today. Uh, You'll be hearing from a lot of Interesting guest throughout the program. Lynn, uh, I love to get to know the person behind the microphone. Let's talk about how you became that communications expert.
0: Well, it actually dates back to my first job out of college where I was a residential treatment counselor in a home for troubled boys. And I actually had a boy who had run away, uh, one of the kids I worked with, Fred, show up. And I thought as a job, as the adult, it was my job to tell Fred what to do. And I told him he had to go to intake so that they could find out what he'd been up to. And he said, no, I'm going to my room. I said, Fred, why are we having this conversation? Just go to intake. No, I'm going to my room. We can do this the easy way or the hard way, Fred. Just go to intake. No, I'm going to my room. So I went to the staff office to call for backup so I could have somebody work with the other boys while I was with Fred trying to get him to intake. And Fred followed me into the staff office, pulled, you know, opened up his, his backpack and pulled out what I still believe to be the world's largest machete and cut the phone cord and told me if I tried to call for help, he was going to cut me, too. Huh. And what a so story. now that I'm a neuroscience nerd, I understand that I have lost two-thirds of my brain, but all I could think of to do is babble. So I'm saying, but Fred, Fred, I like you, and you like me, and you don't want to hurt me. And there's nothing in how Fred's looking at me that's saying he's agreeing with anything I'm saying, until I finally said, "And you don't want to get into the world of hurt you're going to get into if you hurt me. At which point I saw Fred blink. And later he told me that he started imagining what his life would be like if he knifed me, that, you know, Daniel Cottage, the place where we were staying would not be his home. The boys in the cottage would not be his friends. The police would come and drag his butt off to juvenile hall and they'd lock him up. But all I saw was the blink. And somehow I knew that was my chance. So I held out my hand. I said, Fred, just make it easy on yourself and hand me the knife. And I can't tell you how long I stood there sweating through everything I had on until Fred finally sighed and handed me the knife. And that has become the litmus test for my job. As long as nobody pulls a machete on me, I'm having a good day. (laughs) So what it really did, the gift that Fred really gave to me, was a curiosity about how do you reach unreachable people. And that set me on the path to how do I connect with people, people I know, people I don't know, And people who don't necessarily want to talk to me, you know, fortunately, I haven't run into too many other people who wanted to kill me.
2: Oh, Lynn, that's uh, that's good. That's good news. But you have quite the impressive resume. Uh, You're a Vistage executive speaker. Um, Obviously, you have your own business, uh, Lynn Franklin Wordsmith, and you are an expert communicator. But you are an expert on the topic of leadership. And that's what I've uh, I've picked up from everything that... uh, that you, uh, that you have out there is that you teach others, and this is the mark of a true leader, is you are not just being a leader yourself, but you teach others to be a leader as well. You've written a book. Let's talk a little bit about that book um, and some of the lessons uh, that uh, some of our listeners, business owners, job seekers, really anybody might be able to put into practice this week um, when they get back to the office tomorrow.
0: Okay. The, the book is called Getting Others to Do What You Want, because let's just call things what they are. And I believe that business leaders, you know, we practice our messages. This is what I want to tell people. And we practice our messages until they they shine and then we stand and, and share our messages with people. And we're always shocked when people are, people don't listen and they don't do what we want them to do. Because as business leaders, too often we get into the trap of telling people what to do rather than getting them to do what we want. So my whole career has been spent understanding who the people are that I'm trying to reach, and then how do I create a message that actually appeals to them, shows them what's in it for them, and then how do I deliver that message in a way that they like to receive the information? And you mentioned the the TEDx talk I have out there. It literally is about the fact that I'm a neuroscience nerd, so I study how the brain works. People's brains process information in three ways. They either process them primarily visually, so they think in pictures and images. That's 75% of the world. Uh, 20% of the world, their brains think in words and sounds. And the final 5% of the world, their brains think kinesthetically, which means that they process information through feelings and tactily. And I call these groups lookers, listeners, and touchers, and being able to read their body language to figure out who is who, and then present your information in a way thats that they're more likely to get it, hey, that's really useful stuff, particularly for leaders.
2: Interesting. And do you find, Lynn, that uh, this is more relevant to one industry or one type of professional uh, than others?
0: You know, it truly is. 75% of the the world are lookers, 20% are listeners, and 5% are are touchers. It's true. There are some industries, uh, technical industries, have a tendency to attract more listeners than lookers, for example. And healthcare industries have a tendency to attract more touchers. But it's still, in general, if you're taking a look, if you're a business leader and you're taking a look at the people who are working with you, Generally, you'll see that split of most people are lookers, which means that what they value is eye contact, because they truly believe if you are not looking at them, you are not paying attention to them.
2: Very interesting. Lynn, you are uh, an expert on rapport and persuasion, as we just talked about, and communication skills. Um, We don't have a lot of time remaining, but I am curious, we're in 2020, which continues to blow my mind that we're already uh, in a new decade People are uh, people communicate differently these days. People uh, are uh, I I think it's fair to say that many people have uh, undiagnosed ADD, ADHD. How how different is communication now than when you got started um, teaching these skills?
0: Uh, Well, you know, fortunately, um, nobody's there with a knife anymore. So I'm I'm grateful for that. Absolutely. Positive change. It's. There's one, although the, the way we communicate has changed, the underlying thing that has not changed is that if you want to reach somebody, you have to know and make it very clear what's in it for them. And so maybe you send a text because they like to receive text more than they like to receive emails or phone calls, which is you know, definitely a direction that people are going. But at the same time, as a leader, knowing who your people are, whether or not those are people internally or your customers, knowing how they like to receive information and making sure that you know what they want and you're able to clearly say what's in it for them. That's the best piece of communication advice I can give to anybody. Sure, you have messages, but make sure that they are presented in a way that people can see them, hear them, feel them, and know it's all about them.
2: Well, Lynn, I know why you are called the expert it 's because uh, you have advice for uh, for any uh, for any audience, and I know that you do many custom workshops for many uh, business groups uh, that are out there, and uh, our listeners need to get in touch with you um, you are the author of a fantastic book, Getting Others to Do What You Want. And hey, let's face it, everybody wants to get others to do what they want. Um, the author of Getting Others to Do What You Want, Lynn Franklin. Lynn, thanks so much for joining me on the air. How can people get a hold of you?
0: It's probably the easiest way is just to look online at my website at lynnfranklin.com. That's Lynn, L-Y-N-N-E, Franklin, just like Ben. I'm also on LinkedIn and Twitter and Facebook.
2: <laughs> You're all over online, which is great. Uh, you uh, you are a communicator, uh, after all, so uh, easy to get a hold of you. Once again, lynnfranklin.com. Check out the website. That's where people can find a link to the book and uh, get in touch with you to schedule one of those workshops or speaking engagements. Uh, Lynn, thank you for the advice, and thank you for the time this evening.
0: Shalom, it's been a pleasure. And good luck, everybody, on reaching those audiences that you want to influence.
2: Uh, Words of wisdom uh, to to finish the segment. Coming up after the break, I'm going to be chatting with another author, author, the author of Open, Honest, and Direct, A Guide to Unlocking Your Team's Potential. Chicago, you won't want to miss this. Uh, don't touch that dial. You're listening to the show all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. You're listening to Get Down to Business. I'm your host, Shalom Klein. We'll be back in just a moment. But in the meantime, uh, be sure to get on my website, ShalomKlein.com. That's where you can access the archives of hundreds of guests from the past five-plus years of Get Down to Business. Share it with a friend, a business colleague, Uh, make sure you spread the wealth. You're listening to Get Down to Business. We'll be back with the author of Open, Honest, and Direct coming up right after this quick break. Hey, welcome back to Get Down to Business. As promised, I am thrilled to be joined by the author of a fantastic book, Open, Honest, and Direct, A Guide to Unlocking Your Team's Potential. The man that over the last decade has worked with with over 7,500 business leaders in a variety of industries, inspiring them to define their goals. Create Tactical Action Plans, and Achieve Sustained Success. Aaron Levy, welcome to Get Down to Business. Thank you so much for having me on. Shalom. Absolutely. So Aaron, um, I love to get to know the, uh, the person behind the book, person behind the microphone. As I said, you've worked with a lot of interesting business leaders, but what inspired you to write this book?
1: Yeah, I think the thing that inspired me to write the book was really trying to get the work that we do um, at my organization, Raise the Bar, out there to more people and in different ways. And I just started to notice in the leaders that we were working with, that they would share it and, and give it to others. And, and how do we like actually take something that happens over the course of three, six or even 12 months of, of leadership training and boot camps that we, that we run and share it in a different way? Because at the core of, of why I sort of Raise the Bar, at the core of why I wrote this book is, is me. Um, and what I am on this earth to do is to help people unlock their potential. Um, and so when I got clear on that for myself, I started to think about all the different ways in which I could, could really do that and make that impact. Um, and this book was just one more way. And as you can see in the title, unlocking your team potential to, to deliver that. And to absolutely, serve
2: so uh, Aaron um, I don't want to unlock uh, too many of the secrets over here. Um, you use that term unlocking your team's potential, but uh, for our small business owners that are listening uh, today everybody is uh, everybody's stressed everybody's busy and you know they work so hard to build the team um, sometimes very small teams. how do they unlock their team's potential what uh what secret sauce can you share uh, this evening
1: yeah I'll give a a couple of ideas because as a small business owner, and I am one myself, you know, the, the things that, that we focus on and things we focus on are, right, selling and marketing and just keeping your business alive. A lot of the time, it's it's delivering the work and selling the work so that you can continue to deliver the work and pay payroll and, you know, make sure benefits are paid to, to your employees. And, you know, those are the things that likely keep you up at night. And so what I often say is your role as a leader, as a founder and entrepreneur is to do two things. It's to give clarity and context to your people. Clarity on where are you going where are we going as a team, as an organization? What are the rules that we're playing by? And what's the future that we see for this business and for our organization? And then the the context as to why. right? Why are we going there? Why is that vision our vision? Why are those goals our goals? Why do they matter? Why should I care? Um, and, and if you break everything down and, and I get to see in these um even you know these very large growth stage organizations and these very small um just getting started organizations these problems arise and all the problems that arise are uh, an an organization's founder or leader not either giving clarity or context Um, or not appreciating that when there's multiple layers in the organization that clarity is more important to deliver over and over and over
2: again so Aaron, um, you are a among many many things. You are a mentor at 1871, and I'm a I'm a big fan of 1871. And you know, there's some great business ideas that start there. There's also some terrible business ideas that start there as well. And uh, in, behind every business, I I say this frequently on the show. Uh, you, people go into business because they're an expert, hopefully in this subject. Uh, or the product or the service that they are offering, they most of the time people have not gone to many uh, classes or courses to become uh, to become a leader in every area or every aspect that uh, you 'll be called upon uh, to be an, a, an entrepreneur or a small business owner We're, We have so many responsibilities I, I guess my my question to you, and I know you speak on 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 these topics frequently, when you suck at something and I'm just going to call it as it is, when you suck at something, is there an opportunity to, do you think that people are trainable? Do you think that, that a, a bad leader can become better?
1: Yeah, uh, I love that you say that because the truth is is most of us suck at leading, um, at leading people. That doesn't mean we suck at selling or building our business operationally um, because we're experts in those domains, but we probably suck at leading people and that's because leading people is a very different skill set. And... It, is, it requires a different energy and attention and focus. And um, I wouldn't have started raise the bar if I didn't believe that people could develop these skills. Um, however, the, the challenge is their soft skills. And soft skills, unlike hard skills, like learning how to model in Excel or learning how to code, um, are skills that take t- a lot more time, effort, and energy to practice. Uh, the skill of listening, the skill of asking powerful questions, that takes time, effort, and energy. Um, and it's not something you can read a book and get. It's not something you can watch a TED Talk. It's not something you can even do a, a full uh, full day workshop or two day workshop and, and leave an expert in that area. It really takes a dedication, energy, and commitment. And, and what we see in, in the leaders that we've have the good fortune of working with is there are a couple of factors of success and the first and most important factor of success is do you want to get better?
3: Do you take
1: on what what I like to call a beginner's mindset um, and are you willing to challenge your beliefs and ways of thinking so that you can get better and reach the goal that you want? And if you are, then it doesn't matter how crappy a manager you were on day one, on day ninety, if you put the work in, and on day one eighty, you're going to be a significant percentage better and that percentage better is going to be better than what most others are so i'm chatting with a competitive advantage
2: absolutely i'm chatting with aaron levy the, the author of open honest and direct um a guide to unlocking your team's potential uh aaron it sounds like the uh the the guide to unlocking your team's potential starts with you it starts with with you understanding your strengths and your weaknesses and at that point you are able to then become the most effective leader that you can be, and deal with any of the stuff that comes up day to day. I know you do a lot of a lot of talks on on the topics. I looked at your website. Um, you have uh, you talk about difficult conversations, how to set yourself up for success. We all have a lot of difficult conversations, whether whether we lead a team or not. But ultimately, it sounds like it starts with you yourself and identifying those weaknesses and finding ways to if you. Understand that you need to improve. You're already better off than most people out there. Is that correct?
1: Yeah. The first step in any sort of change in life is is awareness. And so, if you are of the belief that you're great at what you do, um, then you know you're you're not at the first step yet. Once you realize, hey, I can be better here. Um, show them, as you said, you got it. You you have it right. It's it's that first step of awareness, and then it's just take a small step. Uh, we often try, try to think we have to take these large, massive changes. But what we talk about as success is, is it's small, consistent changes over time make a profound impact. And, and that's the difference. It's the consistency. It's not the flavor of the week. It's not this is really interesting or I just read this book, so let's all do it for a month. It's how do we take the changes and make them consistent over time?
2: So, Aaron, what feedback have you gotten? Because I know uh, your book's been out there. It's uh, received rave reviews from some very, very fascinating people, including uh, Charlie Schwartz, the business development manager at uh, Showpad, Jeff Brandwein, the manager of sales at uh, Hierology. Uh, some very, very interesting people. The list is far too numerous to, uh, to share on the air. But from, call it end readers, from folks that are out there, uh, how has th- your advice uh, helped them and impacted them in their day-to-day business?
1: Yeah, I think the the coolest thing that I get to hear is, I'm not finished with it yet, because Aaron, you told me after chapter two to put it down and start putting the work into practice. And so the the best feedback that I get and the best impact on their business is that they're putting their lessons into practice. And I I can't stress that enough. It's, um, you know, the the thing that makes change happen is deliberate practice over time. And so when people start to practice, you start to see um, larger, massive changes happening.
2: Well, that's awesome advice um Aaron levy again fantastic book um fantastic uh, I know the book is only part of what you do um and it's all about being open honest and direct and uh, you do talks all over the place. I know you host a uh, uh a podcast and I know that you talk uh you talk to a lot of people every day and ultimately share that secret sauce that I think you've learned um in your own uh business and entrepreneurial journey so uh, thrilled that we had the opportunity to, uh, to talk and share some of it with our listeners. How can people get a hold of you and uh, perhaps most importantly, uh, find the book?
1: Yeah, so the book is on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, kind of anywhere where you'd find a book. Um, it's just called Open, Honest, and Direct. Uh, and they could find the, you know, the free chapter, first chapter for free at openhonestanddirect.com um, and reach out to me there or at our company website, raisebar.co. That's R A I S E B A R dot C O. And both those places you can reach out to me directly.
2: Awesome. Well, Aaron Levy, thanks for uh, spending some time with us on the show. Be sure to keep us posted on your progress and uh, love to share, as always, some more advice. Um, Speaking of advice, I'm going to be joined uh, after a quick break, headlines, and uh, some quick announcements i'll be joined by the author of a brand new book that's coming out justin breen um, we've had him on the show in the past talking about some of uh, some of his business ventures but he's going to share some of his secret sauce epic business you don't want to miss it chicago don't touch that dot hey welcome back to the show all about small business jobs and entrepreneurs we're powered by our good friends at tandem hr your solution center check them out online can them, HR.com, or give them a ring, 630-928-0510, 630-928-0510. So I'm holding it up here because for those of you that are uh, tuning in through Facebook Live, you're welcome to get down to business with Shalom Klein. I am thrilled to be joined by the author of this fantastic new book, my very good friend, Justin Breen, the founder and CEO of Brepic. Justin, welcome to the program.
3: Great to see you again, man.
2: Absolutely. So, Justin, you have been in the media business. Uh, I don't know how it's even possible, but for twenty plus years, <laughs> and you've worked on uh, and won dozens of editing and writing awards, and you've been involved in countless stories. But for once, you are the story yourself, man.
3: It's nice to be on the other side of things. Uh, you know, I got this book coming out, Epic Business. It comes out May nineteenth on Amazon and. Really excited to, to see what happens with it because uh, basically it's the lessons that I've learned in less than three years of running a business and taking it to heights that I never imagined possible and uh, really looking forward to share this, this stuff with the world.
2: Well, as, uh, as I mentioned, you have been involved on the other side um, of, of many writing and editing uh, projects, but I think that when I think of you... I think of you. You know how to tell a story, and that's that's really the sort of the the lessons learned from all of our guests uh, on the show uh, this evening. But you have developed uh, some interesting content. I think you describe it in a word: clicky, um, and uh, it goes viral. Um, and that's 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 fascinating. But what you uh, what you have worked on uh, with your clients and through the years. Is, uh, is simply Epic. So let's, let's start with that. Um, you are the, uh, the founder and CEO of Brepic Communications. So uh, tell us the story of Brepic. When did you get started? And uh, what services do you provide?
3: Sure. So I'll say this as quickly as possible. But uh, about three years ago, my salary as a full-time journalist was cut in half. Couldn't find a full jo- full-time job spent about two months uh, trying to figure that out, uh, started uh, doing some freelancing stuff on the side while I worked full-time, uh, decided to incorporate it into my company April April 16th, 2017, then spent about two months reaching out to 5,000 people to get my first five clients. Um, and then when I got my fifth client, resigned from my full-time job And uh, early June 2017, announced that I had this new company that essentially... Uh, was created based on how PR firms annoyed me for 20 years uh, when I was a journalist. So most PR firms send these really bad press releases that are totally totally useless to everyone. And uh, my firm does the exact opposite. It creates actual stories that are super interesting, and it becomes a link on the client's website. And then I take that link and market it all over to media everywhere. And it's been super successful. I have giant clients, small clients, uh, companies, and hyper growth mode and only work with these amazing visionaries around the world. So again, it's achieved everything and, and more beyond my wildest dreams.
2: It's a small business success story. And, uh, first and foremost, that's what we like to talk about on the show, uh, talking about small business success. Um, you've been a, uh, you've been a good friend and it's, it's been fun watching the, the story. I, I was, um, I, I, I watched you when you were on, uh, when you were in media, um, mm-hmm and uh, and watching your communication in fact just on the way over here on the way into the studio uh, my wife and i were talking and my wife is telling me everything that you have going on because you are such an exceptional communicator and i know it's those skills that you bring to your clients as well so as i said in uh, one of my earlier segments i don't want to share all of the secret sauce but what are some of the tools that you uh, both provide for your clients as well as uh, Sort of do yourself that perhaps some of the small business owners that are listening this evening can again put into practice to help them communicate their message and make sure it resonates, it clicks, and it goes viral.
3: So yeah, I would definitely want to talk about in terms of you know essentially what my business really is in terms of you know what I discovered writing the book, but in terms of like actual business, what my firm does, uh, it creates stories that are actually interesting because it's about the person. So. No one really cares about what you do for the most part, but they do care about who you are. And if they do care about who you are, they will care about what you do. So it's a very simple thing. Um, And as a journalist, I'm reading, you know, hundreds of these really bad press releases about blah, 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 names, blah, 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 it's president or blah, 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 expands to a new city. No one cares about that. But if you make it human interest friendly or emotional or inspirational, they will care about it, and then they will care about that your business is doing really well so you help to unpack that message and and disseminate that
2: message so it sounds like the advice um, would be be genuine, be transparent, be honest, don't try to hide behind some persona and and you know some people try to be very polished and buttoned up, and you know sometimes that message is that 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 might be who somebody is, but um I mean, Justin, people can, uh, can see uh, something, I think, very personal about you. If, when people search your name, when they Google your name, no doubt one of the things that would pop up is, uh, is this uh, little thing that was on the Today Show, I believe, uh, about a New Year's resolution that you made. And I know it's very personal, but it's, it's out there. So, Justin, why don't we just talk directly about it? Justin, what was your, I think it was the end of 2018, mm-hmm. um, what was your New Year's resolution and was it successful?
3: Yeah sure so uh 2018 uh, I'm very direct and very dedicated to something if I decide to pursue it so I, uh, at the start of 2018 I'm like I was telling my wife Sarah who's an amazing uh, pediatrician I'm like yeah we should go out once a week without the kids um every single week and we decided to do this date night we Started posting on social media, and it got a ton of traction. I got a huge social media, fo- media following. It led to lots of stories, including on the Today Show. Well, so Justin, really we're going to cool. pick
2: up that story uh, when we come back in just a minute. i got to squeeze in a quick break. Back on Get Down to Business with the awesome, awesome uh, author of this brand new book that I'm holding up here, Epic Business, uh, Justin Breen. Justin, you were just telling me about... Uh, about your new year's resolution going out on a date night, um, every week with your wife, Sarah. And, um, it was a new year's resolution that unlike most of us, you actually kept and you shared that message, which pretty much is what you do with everything in your life is you, you share a lot. Does that ever upset
3: your wife? No, not really. Um, she understands that, uh, that this is the business that I'm in, and uh, you know, you, you have to get yourself out there. I know when I first started my business, I was talking to an established PR firm, uh, an executive from there, and he said the number one rule of PR is you don't talk about yourself. And I started laughing because I'm like, this is someone who's uh, been in an office way too long because he just doesn't understand how, how it works. And uh, again, I created my entire business based on how PR firms annoyed me and you know i knew it, it this specific thing my unique ability in terms of writing these stories and in my connections and pitching them i knew that i was basically better at this than anyone on the planet uh so i just i just went with it now if you ask me to install a light bulb uh, god help us all cuz i'm i'm terrible at everything else besides this but uh you know it, it's just about being confident in yourself and then again putting yourself out there and really really what my business is like you know i have a pr firm or whatever but really what it is it's just a giant incubator on an international level of connecting extremely high-level people um, for mutual gain. And the byproduct of that is that I'm just constantly getting intros uh, to these awesome businesses and brands that can afford what I do, that look at things as investments, not costs, and that are really trying to change the world uh, for good. So that's essentially my only clients is these super high-level visionaries and exceptional businesses now.
2: Yeah, and you and I have talked about that um, over coffee that uh, you feel – I know, blessed and fortunate that you were able to do that each and every day. And I have fun uh, on the air, uh, obviously doing exactly that, um, meeting some phenomenal, phenomenal people. And uh, I give you credit because you, I, am on the receiving end of of some of those viral and epic stories. Uh, epic again, the name of the business and the name of the book, Epic Business. Um, so I receive many of those uh, many of those stories, and and you 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 tell the story in such compelling way, and you make uh, my job so easy so let's uh let's segue over to the book epic business 30 secrets to build your business exponentially and give you the freedom to live the life you want so it's sort of a combined um message over there of it's a small business success story which is what uh epic communications has been and you share some of those secrets so justin when did you decide you wanted to write a book?
3: Yeah, so there was no intent to write a book at all. I have a giant social media following, and uh, I posted this list of 30 things that I learned in the first 30 months of my company. And what happened is I posted it, and everybody's like, you have to write a book on this. This will change people's lives. People were printing out the list and bringing it to meetings. And uh, the kind of person I am now, when enough high-level people just tell me to do something, I do it. So I signed with uh, one of the top micro-publishers in the United States. Her name's Rebecca Hall Greider, she's incredible. She's out in California. So that was late November. Wrote the book in 43 days. And uh, and she's going to make it an international and national bestseller. So it comes out on Amazon May 19th and then softcover in June or July. I'm planning this gigantic book launch party. Likely it'll be in mid-July. It's going to be incredibly epic. And uh, that's, that's kind of how life is now. You go bigger, you go home. And, and when you surround yourself with these amazing visionaries, that's that's how they all are. They're super positive, very focused, big thinkers, and that's how I am now.
2: Well, I'm uh, literally counting down the days to the book coming out. I'm excited for it. Um, what I'm uh, holding over here is not the actual <laughs> book because Justin wouldn't trust me with the actual secrets, the 30 secrets. Um, I'll, I'll get along with everybody else, but I'm counting down to the book launch and the book launch party, which is exciting. Um, Justin, uh, we were talking about this earlier in the show uh, obviously you are in the business of communications, but you are in business. You have a small business, you file taxes yep. just like everybody else. And that's not something that, um, I, I know knowing you, that's not something that you anticipated doing, um, just even a couple of years ago. So what are, what is it about owning a business and being an entrepreneur that shocked you the most?
3: Oh my God. That's a tremendous question. And, you know, almost, uh, you know, almost three years into this, I think the, the, uh, it took me years to figure it out in terms of how you get paid as an entrepreneur. Uh, you know, When you're in corporate, for lack of a better term, for 20-plus years, you get a paycheck every two weeks, paycheck every two weeks. And it's not like that uh, as an entrepreneur. So uh, for the past year, I've been in a very amazing inter- international entrepreneurial program called Strategic Coach And uh, Dan Sullivan's one of the co-founders and he had a great video about uh, entrepreneurs should essentially think of themselves as being paid like entertainers where they get a big payment for performing and then they have a lot of time to cool down or recharge for their next performance. And and when I heard that, I'm like, okay, so now I can get these big paychecks when I get paid to perform and then I can go a month or three weeks without a paycheck and it's not a big deal. And that really uh, mitigated the shock of, like, not getting paid all the time and, and really uh, gave me a lot of clarity about how this life is.
2: Well, uh, it's it's certainly been a journey, and I know that you— I, I'd say more than anything what I've watched uh, from, from watching the growth of Abrappik and watching you um, sort of in writing this book is you're very open-minded. And it sounds like that's a lot of the advice that you share with the folks that you have coffee with and that you are sort of talking to through this book is being open-minded. You even jumped out of a plane and (laughs) that's sort of in a nutshell. um, And people can find that picture uh, if they Google your name, it's out there. It's that in a nutshell is a, it's epic and B it's also sort of that lesson of entrepreneurship is be open minded and you are on this journey and uh, it's, it's been fun watching you uh, do this. So, the book is coming out really, really soon. And, um, you talk about some of those, some of those secrets, uh, of the people that you've met with, is there anybody that you want to give a shout out to people that I know you've, you, you've learned a lot. I, I, I feel like you and I have, have been in this journey somewhat along the way. Is there any one or two people that you want to give a shout out to that have taught you quite a bit?
3: Wow. So Gary Klaben, super high level financial advisor, but really he's uh, a mentor. He's a coach in strategic coach and, uh, He's most at peace when he's driving 200 miles an hour. He graduated first in his Army Rangers Justin, class. We're going to pick
2: up more on that in just a minute. Hey, welcome back to Get Down to Business, the show all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. are powered by Tandem HR. Check them out online. Great advice on their website, tandemhr.com. So I've been chatting with my friend and the founder and CEO of Brepic Communications LLC the author of Epic Business and probably the uh the head honcho of some other epic ideas that I don't even know about but no doubt when uh when he finds out about it he's going communicate, to uh, uh, communicate it, because that is indeed what uh what you do Justin so uh Justin you were just telling us about some of the people that inspire you I know your clients inspire you um so do you have something that uh the rest of us business owners need to find out about that you only attract good people?
3: Yeah, so uh, that's the number one thing that I learned since starting, starting this business is do what you're really good at and what you really like to do. And uh, so that's essentially all my firm does is write these stories and then pitch them to media. And then I just keep doubling down on that in terms of raising rates and continuing to network and connect with and really care about. And I trust that word or stress that word care about people and what's happened is my clients are just continue to be at a higher, higher level who, again, look at things as investments, not costs. If somebody asks me, what do you cost? I will never work with them because they just don't understand about investing in their business. And they're always going to be thinking about what they're paying as opposed to understanding that an investment will lead to all these amazing, wonderful opportunities that will help their business grow in uh, exponential ways. Well, Justin, uh, just a
2: couple of years ago, you, uh, you resigned uh, from a senior position at a, uh, at a, in media. Um, you went off, started Rapid Communications, and I know uh, better than most uh, some of your initial clients was not, you were providing services that are not quite what you're doing today. Now in 2020, you have a very impressive uh, client uh, base. You're actually an employer. You are actually, you have people working with you. And um, what does the next few years uh, hold for for Justin Breen for Rapid Communications?
3: Well, again, through Strategic Coach, which has really helped me visualize uh, my future, um, this book's going to be a major game changer for me. Uh, It's going to take my company to the next level in terms of national and international speaking engagements. That's already started, even though the book's not out. But so my wife, Sarah, she's very pragmatic in a good way. Uh, she's only been excited two times since I've started this company, and I'm, I'm very happy to say that. But once is when I started the company, she said it was going to do really well. And the second time uh, was when this book uh, was decided to be, uh, when I decided to write the book. And she's like, this book is going to be unbelievable. So knowing I have someone like my wife who's an absolutely incredible human being in my corner, it it makes all the difference in the world, but I just very strongly believe and know that this book is going to change everything and take my company even to the next level.
2: Absolutely, and um, it's coming out. It's launching on May 19th, 2020. That's right around the corner, and um, there's a lot of good advice that uh, will be shared with the business world. And really, it's not just about business. Um, It's called Epic Business, but it's advice- I, I firmly believe that an entrepreneur um is somebody that's it it's a mindset. It's a mindset and you could be uh in you you could be an employee of a company and still be an entrepreneur and you share a lot of those advice. Thirty, thirty secrets. I have a hunch that there will be a Uh, Volume 2 of Epic Business, where there might be more than 30. So we won't stick with that number too much, but 30 secrets to build your business exponentially and give you the freedom to live the life you want. That's uh, in Epic Business, Justin Breen. Um, How can people get a hold of you? How can they add themselves to the list so they find out when that book comes out?
3: Sure, go to uh, brepicbusiness.com. That's B-R-E-P-I-C business.com, brepicbusiness.com.
2: And uh, I know on that website they could also uh, link to all of the other yep. things that you're involved in and actually see many of the stories, uh, including that Today, uh, today Show appearance. Um, very impressive where you made that New Year's resolution about day night. Lots of interesting stories both about you as well as written by you. Uh, that's what you do. Uh, Justin Breen and Brepic Communications. Thanks for joining me here on the air. Once again, you're listening to Get Down to Business. Check me out online, ShalomKlein.com. You can find my book as well as download uh, shows from the past five years of Get Down to Business, the show all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship, powered by HR Check out our sponsors, TandemHR.com. We'll talk to you next Sunday, 6 p.m. To success, let's get down to business.